Dante DiCario with Mason Dietrich. We're joined with Westport Rito's head coach, Jeff Snow, before their game against the Ottawa West Gold Knights. And my first lead is obviously congratulating you on 300 career wins throughout the EOJHL and the CCHL Tier 2. It was posted on Twitter by Carlton Place Canadians head coach, Jason Clark. Did you know prior to that tweet that it was your 300th win? I, I did actually, and it was uh, it had been coming up for a little bit for a while, and you know it's uh, something that I'm certainly proud of with the 300 wins, but also means that I've been in the league for a long, long time as well. So you know it, it, it's I've been with different guys, and I've had a lot of success with different people like Bundy and Steve Sundin and different guys around the league, and it's been a lot of fun to get to this point. But uh, you know what? There's hopefully a few more in the future. And it was against Perth, correct? Yeah, so that was, that was a fun <laughs> night to beat Perth at, in, in Westport to get the 300th. And, you know, this is my second second tour of duty with Westport. I spent three years with them back when I was 24, 25, and 26. So 20 years ago or so, that was my first head coaching job. So I spent a few years there. So nice to get back at it with them again. Jeff, to stay on the coaching side of things, Steve Sonnen said that you guys coached together with the Perth Blue Wings. Well, I just before 2010 yeah so how much fun did you have with the Blue Wings and Steve we had a lot of fun um actually that year we uh, we lost a heck of a series to the uh, Auto Junior Canadians at the time and it was it was six games but their last four games were overtime I think there was three double overtime games in that series it was probably one of the top two or three if not the best series I've ever been a part of for speed and and competitiveness like our team in Perth that year we just continued to grow all year long won the Valley Division fairly handily that year and then we made face South Ottawa who ended up winning Eastern Ontario that year so it was a it was a good year since then or at least since you've joined the Westport Ritos you guys have had a pretty big rivalry between Westport and Perth last year you guys lost in the playoffs against the Perth Blue Wings do you think this year that you can finally once you get into the playoffs beat those Perth Blue Wings Perth is a very good hockey club, very talented. I think anybody in our division right now um, that gets into the playoffs has a legitimate chance to win. Um, you know, you, you take a look from one through five or six in our division, there's probably only about six or eight points really separating most of the teams in the division. Um, Perth has some really good skilled players. Uh, their depth on defense is very good. Uh, Peacock is a tested playoff goaltender. So, you know what, our goal right now is just start playing better on a consistent basis, get to the playoffs, and then see where things fall from there. How do you like the overall relationship between the coaching staff here and the Smith Falls Bears? It's been fantastic for us. Um, you know what? We, we've had a good relationship since they, they have owned our hockey club, even with the new owners this year. Um, we've worked well with them. Um, it's, it's, still, it's still a tough draw in Westport where we're located just because it's, you know, when Smith Falls, if they're drafting guys from Canada and Ottawa, it's a tough to get everybody to commit there. But we've, we've managed to get guys here this year. Um, we've drafted some local players like Perth, Westport area, Smith Falls area, which has helped us. Um, without that flow and, and, and you know the support, it, it's tough for us to make a go. Now, with the new ownership, of course, you coached against Josh Veloso, who was an outstanding player with the Ottawa Junior Canadians. Now he's the owner yep. of the Westport Rados and the Smith Falls Bears. When they took over in terms of ownership, did you know that you were going to stay as the head coach of the Ritos because they cleaned house with Smith Falls. Honestly, at the beginning, we, we were just waiting to hear what was going on, but they seemed to give us a pretty big vote of confidence right away from, from our side of things. I think they're pretty confident in what, you know, how we run our organization, how we've did it for years. You know, Bundy's been around since the mid-90s as, as a coach, general manager, been a part of this organization forever. You know what, I've been part of Junior B Hockey for many, many years as well. So I think they felt very comfortable in the fact that they knew the organization was in good hands 
hands. It was being well run. So um, I think they did the right thing in, ke- in keeping the group here and keeping the local group in, in place because and, and, we're here for the positive and to do things right. You guys have won two consecutive games after previously losing two consecutive games, sitting fourth in your division, a couple of points behind third and second place, and you could easily make a run for first against Brockville. What does this team need to do to continue this winning streak and potentially get first place or even continue your winning ways? Our work ethic and consistency. We've had nights where we've been outstanding and we've had nights where we went through a bit of a stretch where we just weren't that good. Our compete level needed to be better. Our work ethic needed to be better. Um, we added you know, a couple guys, Anthony Iredi from the Bears. Um, we added Rocco Barassi who hadn't been in our league in a couple years. So we've added a couple good guys up front for us that's, and, and character guys too. Um, Will Searle back on defense. Um, although he's only played a couple games just due to suspensions and stuff yeah. like that. But he gives us another legitimate guy back there so our biggest thing is we have to play the cons- with consistency and play the systems that we put in place and we can compete with pretty much anybody in the league two or three weeks ago you picked up Anthony Arati who came from the Smith Falls Bears coming down to you guys West Poveritos what was the decision to bring Ratty to you guys at Junior B was it just development Absolutely. At 17 years old, um, they, Smith Falls had picked up some 19, 20-year-old guys, you know, trying to make a run for the playoffs. Anthony was an opportunity for us for to get a lot more ice time. He plays plays far more with us than he did with the Bears. He's getting regular shift power plays and penalty killing, that type of thing. So um, I think just overall, he's still practicing with the Bears all the time. He gets that opportunity to go up and play with them some. But I think just the game reps and the opportunity to play against real good competition more often is the best thing in the world for him right now. Now, Jeff, speaking of 19 and 20-year-olds, you have a veteran like Blake Kettle who played with the Smith Falls Bears a few years ago. What does he mean to this team and even in top 10 in scoring? As much as he is a leader offensively, for us Blake is more of a leader in the dressing room like he, he's the guy that he's, he stirs the pot for this hockey club when he's going we go he's a fantastic fantastic kid in the dressing room off the ice you can't say enough positive things about him the fact that he can score 25 goals and put up 50 or 60 points is a bonus for us even if he couldn't couldn't put up those numbers he'd still be one of our leaders in this dressing room he's that he's that type of a player and a kid How about Ty Nicholson? I mean, he came to you guys as a 16-year-old, scored 20 goals last year. He's got 16 goals this year, probably going to hit 20. And to me, honestly, from looking at his numbers, he's been a real surprise. How did you guys get him? Uh, again, he was a Bears draft pick. He never played more than, um, you know, up until he played U18, he played Rep B all the way up through. Um, his offensive skill set is probably second to none in our hockey club. Um, he, he can score goals. At, you know, when, when he's on his game and he's moving his feet, and that's the biggest thing with Ty, moving his feet. When he has the puck, he makes plays. He can pick up points. He's a solid point producer. His compete level in the last couple months has really improved, and he's a guy that we rely on to create offense for us. Let's talk about Alex Zudis, but maybe not about his goaltending. He scored a goal, although yeah. Mason went and watched the video and said that it wasn't a clear shot. No. <laughs> Have you ever seen that before? No, it was just it, the way that that game was, it was all over the map. And, and yeah, he made the save and it ended up going, they ended up putting it in their own net. So he got credited with the goal. And you know what? He was pretty, pretty thrilled with that anyways and stuff. But, you know, as a goaltender, he's been fantastic for us as well, you know, in the third year with us. And, and then he's one of those guys that makes the commute from, from Ottawa to West all the time which is you know what we appreciate those guys that do that because it's not for everybody I've always wondered this is he a school first guy knowing that he's you know playing limited games with you guys he's, he's very much school first but he's still um, you know what he's probably still going to play 25 games for us this year get into those starts and that's the key um, but we also know that there are going to be nights where 
he's got class, he's got exams, he's got things. And you know what? 19 years old, guys have to be realistic in sometimes what they're doing. And school is ultimately important, very important to him, as it is for most of our guys. So, you know what? We have to work with that. And uh, you know what? There's nights where we don't have everybody because of the schooling, but that, that's part of this league. All right, Jeff, last thing before we let you go. You guys have met against the Golden Knights once this year, and you blew a 3-1 to lead in the third period, eventually lost in overtime. What do you take away from that game back in November and take to tonight's to try to tie the season series and get a big W? Honestly, it's we have to play the same style as what we did in Westport that night. We just have to be tighter defensively. We were. It, it goes back even to Friday night. We were up 7-2 against Whitewater, and next thing you know, we lost focus for about 10 minutes, and next thing it's 7-5, and that's a game down the stretch. That's what we're still learning how to close off games when we get the, we, we've let points slip away from us this year because of that and hopefully we're learning and get better and hopefully by the time playoffs hit we're, we're ready to go with that Jeff best of luck and thanks for doing this thank you thank you very much